Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Thank you to Chris Nobles over at Nobles Networking, uh, providing the best internet in the area. Uh, if you have Hargrave, fuck Hargrave. Go to Chris <laughs> Nobles at Noble Networking. It's is way better. Uh, also, shout out to Williams Tire over in Danville. Appreciate all that uh, you've done for me, big fella. And uh, can't wait to see what you got over there cooking up for me. Red Circle, put a little change in my pocket, the management company, uh, and all the corporate sponsors. Today, I've had an amazing day, shot one of my best scores at golf, and uh, it's because I had a good luck charm with me, yes. somebody that has completely uh, became one of my friends, uh, somebody I thank the world of, love her and her husband, uh, over the past month, our past couple months, and that's Miss Brooklyn. She's back. Yes, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> How much did you get called, what is it, a homewrecking slut? Homewrecking slut and big titty bitch. Is that what you called me? Big was it big bitch? titty bitch that I called you? I can't remember. So you, many names. You not wearing a bra today reminds <laughs> me why I call you big titty bitch. Yo, I literally, I chose today, y'all, to not wear a bra and then realized very quickly why I don't because I had these huge ass like titty sweat stains. And then I looked at Josh at one point and was like, Josh Terry, why did you not tell me? That I had this titty sweat. And he was like, you know what, Brooklyn? I was trying not to look. Like, I don't really care about titties I can't play with. That's uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> if I can't touch, I don't need to look. Uh, so respectful. I know, so right? Uh, exactly. I'm just a fucking gentleman. You are. Uh, her titty sweat looked like the bags underneath my eyes. <laughs> like, it was fucking perfect. It was just both of them, both of her titties, uh, they was crying while we was playing Check out golf. my Instagram for pictures. I did post receipts of the titty sweat. It's yeah, on there. Tell them your, uh, your Instagram. Instagram is Brooklyn Katie with a D. K-A-D-I-E. And Why that's is it Brooklyn. Katie? I don't know. That's just what my mama named me. Oh, so that, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that, that was your middle name. Yeah, it is. Brooklyn, and that's with one N, B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-K-A-D-I-E. There you go. Well, uh, me and Brooklyn had a very good connection on the first show, and I was hoping to locally produce a show of her, and uh, she is moving away from us, so what we're doing is we're having fun this week and next. And then I'm throwing them a going away party for her and her husband, Sean, who I, I very much like as well. Um, and you know what? Uh, I told her you know, she didn't get a chance to go on the beach trip with us last minute. Some things came up and uh, they decided not to. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you, th this girl, she sent me a text message uh, <laughs> about a month ago and was like, I need to talk to you. And I sent her back and was like, okay, what's up? Because uh, I thought we was fixing, like I said, produce her own show. Um, and she didn't text me back afterwards. And she told me today, she's like, she was upset. I didn't know how to tell you I was moving <laughs> and I didn't want to hurt your feelings. So just, just know there was never any hard feelings and I was never mad. I, like I told you, you, you always got to look out for yourself, do what's yeah. right for you and your family. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough because honestly, like I've been super vulnerable with everybody like that. I feel like that's why I got, that's how I'm where I'm at. Like that's how I built the network and the connection that I have with people is just being vulnerable, right? Talking, having the hard conversations when I don't want to have them. And a lot of like the last couple months was just like inner confliction, trying to figure out what I wanted in life. Cause when I set out on this journey, I would say, I mean, hell, even before I met you, Josh, I had goals of doing a podcast and had all these ideas and what I wanted to do with it. And I, you know, was actually going to originally move to Arkansas. And then I met Josh and everything changed, right? Like I met Josh, we started doing podcasts together. I thought about staying in Georgia. So like there was just a lot of 
like inner conflictions, I guess that's what you would say with what, what I wanted to do with my life. And I really like, honestly, I just had to take a step back. I feel like we all have to do that. Sometimes when you have a lot of like noise in your life, you can get confused and you kind of forget what your purpose is, right? Like what you were set out to do to begin with. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I've been focused on the last couple of months. Uh, it's funny. Like me and you've talked a lot the past, couple days and playing golf today and we just get lost sometimes and I never was like mad I knew what the deal was um when me and you were doing this it was fine and then I added an element to it just having a lot of people around every time you came on and just that connection between me and you just wasn't there like but it wasn't between anybody though like there was too much going on there's too much noise in the room um you're I want to still help you with your podcast, like you being gone, because I think you think you can do really good still. Like it don't have to be under our umbrella or right. no, but we're friends. I want to help you. I mean, given I feel like anybody that has a platform is supposed to be helping other people that want to get to where they're at. You can't. There's a big enough piece of this pie for everybody, yes. and nobody needs to be fucking selfish. Exactly. Yep. And honestly, like I feel like, um, I mean, if you guys listened to the first episode that me and Josh did, if y'all can't tell that we was vibing on that, like we had so much fucking fun, dude. We had so much fun. And then, like he said, I mean, the next couple times we were together, there were a lot of people involved. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But it just, it kind of like put noise into my life where I couldn't really focus on the the reason why I was starting this, right? The reason that I came here to do a podcast with Josh from the beginning. So I got distracted and that's kind of like what I wanted to hop on here and share because I know I'm not the only one, dude. I know that there's multiple people out there who get distracted, right? Like, what do you want in life? What's your purpose? What are your morals? What are your values? You know, what means, what means the most to you? And we all, we all get distracted. I feel like that's life. And that was kind of what happened to me was, I mean, I'll be honest. I was letting money cloud my judgment. I was, I was trying to focus more on how much money can I make and how fast I want to do what's going to make me money the fastest. And y'all know I've talked about OnlyFans the last like three episodes I've been on. Um, OnlyFans was like fucking fun to me for the first like couple weeks, no doubt. Like I had a lot of fun doing that. And it was super interesting like to see all the people that supported me on that aspect. But then like when I told you guys I was battling with like inner conflict, that was a lot of it. Not that I would ever, ever, ever say anything bad about people who, who choose that as their source of income. But for me, like when I first set out, on this journey when I first contacted Josh and we decided to do a podcast my primary goal was to be known for something you know totally opposite from OnlyFans right I wanted to have a podcast that uplifted women taught women to love themselves be inspirational um, talk to people about relationship problems marriage problems um, self-confidence business entrepreneurship like just all of the above and I think like OnlyFans was, like I said, it was super fun, but I was definitely letting the money take over. And when I did that, I put everything else on the back burner. And so that's like a big reason why I had to take time because I had to figure it out. You know, like I had to figure out Brooklyn, what do you want? You know, yeah. like you're, you're, you're losing sight of what you wanted. Same thing. Same thing happened with me. Yeah. Uh, I, of course, didn't have an OnlyFans. And like she said. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> we're not knocking people OnlyFans. Uh, it's funny. It's came up the past couple episodes. The people that we know that have made a lot of money off of it, I don't think they ever regret it, and I don't think they have anything to regret. But it's the people who have not made life-changing money off of it that are going to end up having these pictures out everywhere of them and this content out everywhere of them. 
I feel like it bites a lot of people in the ass, and I feel like it's going to cause a lot of problems for people in the future, whether it's getting jobs or whatever. I, I think that there's a lot of problems with it. That's my issue with it. Now, the people that have made life-changing money, made a shit ton of money in a short period of time, I don't knock it at all. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, their hustle is cool with me. Hell yeah, do but, you? Like, their their hustle is cool with me, but it can't it can't be everything. And you got to know what the next step is, right? And you know, the people we know, they know what the next step is. Yeah. But I've seen folks out there. You have no idea. You don't. They don't know what the fuck's coming. And I I commend you for just deciding. You know, it wasn't for you. Um, yeah, it wasn't easy, dude. Yeah. I was telling Josh today, I was like, man, I cried a lot about this about a month ago because I just could not figure out the direction that my life was going. You know, I, I jumped into OnlyFans. The money started flowing. It was fucking great. Like, I'm not going to tell y'all it wasn't. I'm not here to lie to you. The money was great. Um, but I also had this podcast that I just launched on the side. I had, you know, so many, like so many goals, right? So many directions that I wanted to go with my life. And I was truly letting the money cloud it. And so it was tough to have to like decide to, okay, we need to put this, we need to put this behind. Like, and I grew a lot from it. So I don't regret it. Like you were saying, Josh, like, I don't feel like anybody out there who's rolling in the dough on their OnlyFans regrets it. I think, do you boo boo? And like, I will hype any woman up all the time. But for me, I don't know. I just got a different, I got a different like vision on my life. And when I die, and this is me personally, I just don't want that to be the center focus of what people remember me as. You're, you're talking about your legacy. Yeah. That, see, that's how I am. Is I'd, I've been clouded by the money too and doing some things not proud of. Uh, well, not, it's not I'm not proud of. I just wish I would have made a different decision in it. And my thing is I don't want that to be my legacy. And it seems to be when I'm making the right fucking decisions and I'm not putting myself in toxic situations that everything else in my life just flows so much better. And it's funny how when as soon as you release yourself from those toxic situations, how everything else gets better. 95% of your life might be or 5% of your life might be struggling because of that toxic situation once you're done with it. But 95% is great, and it's mm-hmm. fucking running. Shot the best round of golf <laughs> I've shot today at a certain course. And it was just because me and Brooklyn, the whole time, we're, we're fucking chilling like brother and sister. We're having a couple beers, having a good time, talking shit. Just having good conversation. Just, like It's so hard to have good conversation yeah. with people, though. Like yeah. You have to have the same mindset. You're one of the few females that me and you have the same mindset. Like, we, we do. We want more. Yeah. And we're not comfortable with just a little bit. And, right. You know. Uh, I feel like, too, I can't remember what you just said, but it made me think about something. I feel like everybody at some point comes to, like, this crossroad in their life where they have to figure out, like, okay, where am I actually supposed to go? Is this the way I'm supposed to go? Is this the devil? Is this God? I don't know if you, if you listeners are like religious or not, but for me, I am. So I always say God, but for you, you might say universe or energy. But for me, whenever I hit a crossroads, I'm like, okay, am I supposed to go this way because God wants me to go this way? Or is this the devil tempting me? And that's what I've been like 
battling with the last couple months. I'm like, dude, is this the devil trying to keep me away from something great? Or is this God trying to lead me to my purpose? And I'm telling you guys, the minute that I made the decision to, and like I said, I'm not knocking OnlyFans, dude. I think it's awesome. And like I said, there's a lot of money made. But the minute that I dropped that shit, I was like, I can't do it anymore. It's just not where my heart is telling me to go everything in my life started falling into place. Like, I mean, everything just started working out. We're about to move to North Carolina. Like the perfect place popped up. Everything just kind of, I don't know. It was like a puzzle. Like the pieces just started to fit. And before that, I felt like I was forcing something that just wasn't me, you know? And, and it's crazy because I've had a lot of personal friends come to me privately and say, what are you doing? You know, like, I don't, you, it just doesn't seem like it's you. And I've kind of gotten low key irritated about it because I was like, dude, this is my life. This is what I'm choosing to do. And it is what it is. But that just goes to show you that you have to, you have to go with your gut, right? Like it doesn't matter what people tell you. You can have 10 people come to you and say, yo, this is not you. You need to like redirect. And if you're not feeling it, it's not going to matter. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just feeling super grateful that my heart and my soul and God like led me where I was supposed to be. Because a lot of the times we don't, people don't hear that. And then they get caught up in something that they don't, they wasn't originally like setting out to do. And then they end up entangled in it. You yeah. Know? I, I had to have a conversation today with uh, one of my real good friends that I did, wasn't friends with until we started the show, and that's Brianna. Um, and Brianna caught some hate for some stuff, her standing up for police officers and shit, um, all this stuff the other day, like TikTok, like it was bad. Like so people were very fucking ugly to her for, for no reason, just because they're fucking, they're, they're pieces of shit and they don't have a life. So they want to troll on other people. But I'll tell her, tell you something that in the past week I had never heard this saying, and it makes the most sense in the world to me. And it was where when good things are going at us, that's when the devil attacks us the hardest. Mm -hmm. Because they, like, we're prospering. And the devil and other people that are miserable in life, they know we're prospering. And they want to bring up any case they can against us. And then I, this quote was right after it. And it was, thieves don't break in to empty houses. And pretty much what it means. That's so good. Yes, thieves don't break into empty houses. They all, People only attack you or come in to steal your shit when you've got something. When they know that you've got something and they want to take it from you. If you were a shell and you were what some people are, then nobody would bother you. Mm -hmm. If you're getting bothered, you're getting bothered for a reason. That's so true. There's um, this thing that I, I don't know if I can Google, but if y'all have ever watched, I don't, I don't know what it's called. It might be called Fireproof. It's a Christian movie. It is. But one of the quotes on there, it talks about how, and you guys can say whatever you want. You're from places where whatever, but God, evil, the universe, sometimes it allows us to like sit in these situations that are actually not good for us. Um, to keep us there. And so I feel like when we're like moving towards our purpose, we're moving towards something greater, you're going to go through challenges, right? You're going to go through these things where it feels like everything in the world is against you. And that's, that's how I felt the last two months. Like I said, I've cried a lot. I told Josh that I was I like, man, why the fuck you didn't just call me. I, I was so scared y'all. I was like, I love Josh to death. And I knew that he meant well, like trying to 
like put me as a face of his podcast and help me and like do all these things. But well, I wanted to, you was, to build your own show. Right. He was, he was really trying for yeah. you to build your own show and, under us. Yeah. And it sucked, dude. Like, I mean, just, I don't know. I just had to take a step back. You know, sometimes when you're struggling with, with shit you like that, to. like inner, you have to just pause and you have to stop listening. Like I said, noise. It was just, it was too much noise going on. I didn't know where the hell we were moving. I didn't know where the hell we were supposed to be. I remember calling Josh at one point and saying, look, if I move there, are we doing this? Like, are we doing this or are we doing this? Like, I need to know. So there was just so much noise that I couldn't, I couldn't hear what my heart was telling me. And all, and all along my heart was saying, Brooklyn, like, keep doing what you're doing. Like you, you know, had your, your podcast over here and you were moving to inspire women and build women up and you need to keep going that route. Fuck OnlyFans. OnlyFans is not going to do anything for anybody. It's not going to make women feel better about themselves. It's not going to make women feel like the confident women they need to be. OnlyFans is awesome, but that's not what my goal was. And I don't know. I just, I feel so good. Like knowing that I've, I've kind of let that go and I'm not knocking it. I don't regret it. It, I had to learn. Everything's a learning experience and I had to do it to learn. Right. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Look, same thing. Have one. Like I said, I've been in a weird place the past uh, month for some decisions that I knew that had to be made. And then I had some stuff that I don't know. Whatever reason some folks felt the need to say certain things, they said them. And the the thing that's been so positive to me about all of it is I know that I'm doing what's right, and I know that I haven't done anything wrong. So my views have went up. Everything that I have has went up. Mm -hmm. Like every single thing that I have done in the past month, even though I've been struggling, like mentally, it's gone up because I knew that I was distancing myself. From just stuff I didn't want to do no more. Like one of my one of the episodes that I've got going Monday next week is uh the guy who is, is blind that's been on my show, Matt Jackson. He's coming in here uh, with another fella that's uh, like real big on TikTok and YouTube, and uh, they're talking about their journey. And then last week when F three Fitness Faith and Fellowship came in here as a nationwide organization, but Brad Sapp runs like making a uh, part of it like hearing these folks talk i'm reminded that i didn't set out to do this show for the money mm-hmm. i was pissed because everybody's tired of fake ass people i hate cancel culture and i wanted to be real and i wanted to be a voice for people that don't have a voice and uh and i also wanted to get drunk and have a good time <laughs> and hopefully Preach. get laid in the process because of it <laughs> and some of those things have happened yeah. mostly the me getting drunk part but yeah, it yeah. was it was a decision but with you and me. We we have decided It's so weird we were going through that at the same time though. Like when I, I when I reached I out it, I think it was perfect. Yeah, when I reached out to Josh, it was just so weird that like we were both kind of just battling with shit at the same time. Like he just kind of understood and he was like, "Hey, you don't have to explain anything to me. Like if your heart's telling you something, it is." Like I totally get that. So I don't know. I just love that we, it's just, yeah. that's why I said we've had a connection from day one. Cause it was well, an unspoken thing. We didn't have to talk about anything. You were just like, I, I get I it. Knew I when get you it. Texted me that day and said, or said, God damn, Sade. I hadn't drank that much yet. <laughs> uh, and I, and you said that, uh, you needed to talk to me. I already knew what it was about. Yeah. And when you didn't text me back, I knew that it was where you were struggling with it. And I just left it alone. I figured, when you got to where you wanted to talk about it, would then I saw you were moving, and I was like, I'm just gonna tell her I'm proud of her. Yeah, and that's 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 all it was. And then me, as soon as it, I said I was proud of you, and there wasn't 
I wasn't mad at you and you wasn't mad at me about nothing. It's like we picked right back up. We uh, did. Two months ago. Y'all, we had a bomb ass day, dude. It was like, it was a good day. Really yeah, anytime, good day. Anytime I shoot low 40s, because I'm not a very good golfer, <laughs> uh, I'm fucking happy. And that course isn't easy. Yeah. And, uh, no, it was it was a good day. I had I had fun, and we uh, we're gonna have fun talking on this because we're not. We're, this is how we're starting the show. I don't know where fuck it'll go from here, but I think the point that both of us are trying to make right now that if if you're struggling with something, just take a step back. It's okay to take a step back yeah. and really <clears throat> think about. Don't make rash decisions. Yeah. Don't don't make rash des- decisions. <clears throat> think stuff through. And my Be- thing is like, listen to your gut. I feel like your gut never still steers you wrong because. A lot of the time it's easy to like let emotions cloud your judgment or like money. We talked about money. I don't care what anybody thinks. Listen, money makes the world go round. Money gives you the ability to do things that you want to do, right? The freedom to take your family on vacations, the freedom to pick the best schools for your family, the freedom like to spend more time with you. Like money is everything. And so don't just don't let those things cloud your judgment. If there's something in you that's like, oh, this just yeah, doesn't it, feel right. It, everybody's you know? got a moral compass. Though. Yeah, you do. And, and it's all different. Yeah, for people and when too. your moral compass yeah. stops or starts going towards a dollar sign instead of like being a servant. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, and I don't it don't mean just being a servant for God. It just means being a, a good fucking yeah. person. Well, I meant servant for people. I don't know. I'm like, I'm huge on when I'm being like, when I'm leading with a servant heart, AKA pouring into people, yeah. helping people, loving people, like just focusing more on like making other people happy. I usually tend to, to go in the right direction. Like you were saying, yeah. you know, once know, it you, just, it, it's, it, it, when you, it just flows. Yeah. I don't, you don't even have to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's telling, so crazy. It, this is what's weird. Uh, like I had talked to you about it, about some things that I was going to change up coming up. And I was, I was stuck. I mean, I was stuck cause I didn't want to do it. There was like this. I did not want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation I was kind of praying at the time and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I do not know what to do because I know on one hand I keep prospering and I'm doing well. On the other hand, I'm going to catch a large amount of shit for probably no reason, but I know I'm going to catch a large amount of shit. But I think in the long run, mentally I'm better and other things I'm better. So I chose the latter and as soon as it fucking happened, Brooklyn, as soon as it happened, me and Bree was having a conversation one day and I was kind of talking to her about some stuff. And uh, it's kind of with a, with me and her, it's, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I got people I would love to introduce you to that are political people that will further your career and what you want to do. And I need people that you're connected with on social media that you think will actually have a good show mm-hmm. within a matter of hours. And all she had to do was say, I got you. I mean, I didn't have to beg her or nothing. She said, I got you. I'm going to hook you up with some people that's got huge followings, and you're, you're going to keep going strong. You need to keep going strong. Yep. Within a matter of hours, she had like seven or eight people that million plus, two million plus. The guy I had on last night was like 4.9 million plus. He's already got a massive amount of downloads, and he hasn't even posted on TikTok He's waiting until tomorrow to post it on TikTok. So yeah. it's just like, okay, I've got people that are looking out for me mm-hmm. because they know I've done them right. And 
That's the same thing with like you. You've helped. Everybody has helped. There's people that aren't associated with the show no more that have helped and busted their ass. I'm not going to take everybody's, what they've done for me in vain. Like I'm going to keep pushing, but I owe it to myself and I owe it to everybody listening to the shows. I've got to do what I feel is right. I made the comment to somebody the other day that a lot of people allow their social media to be a reflection of them. But you're so, all right, see, I said it backwards. You should not be a reflection of your social media. Your social media should be a reflection of you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, they get consumed by it. And then all of a sudden, they're trying to make everybody happy. Yep. They're trying to be, they don't want a negative comment on anything. They want to be the end-all, be-all in social media. And I don't give a fuck about social media. If you're listening to this right now, uh, I hate fucking social media. If I didn't have to work in it. We were talking about that today. I was like, if I could delete my Facebook and still make money, it would be gone. Like, I I would not have Facebook. And I... I hate the fact that a lot of people think that they have to please all these people. I don't feel like I got to please a damn person. Mm -hmm. And I got to the point there for a little while, I was trying to make other people happy with my show. That's tough. You're like a people pleaser. I've been there, dude. That's hard. Well, I've never been a people pleaser. Me either. That's the thing. But I got (laughs) to the point to where I quit worrying about what I thought was best. And I started thinking about what other people's thought was best. And I was like, Oh, fuck that. We're not doing that. Yeah. that it's hard though. Over. Once you get sucked in you, it's hard yeah. to get out because there is a, there is like a specific or, or like a, I don't know, like a good feel that you get yeah. from that too. You know, like pleasing other people, like putting other people before you, it does feel good because you know that you're making other people happy right you're doing for more people but then you end up fucking up your mental health along the way i mean it just it's you can't man you you can't all i can say and i mean this in the nicest way towards if you're listening if you think that i'm supposed to put your needs above mine fuck you same because i don't think you should put my needs above yours so not to mention that nobody even knows what people go through, right? Like y'all, like that's the other thing about social media. And, and I run a business on social media and Facebook and just for those of you guys that are listening right now, let me go ahead and just tell you a little bit about where my heart's leading. Um, about a year, let me just go all the way back. Join the military. I was born. Join What? No, you, you said, you, you said, let me go all the way back. Do I need to tell people where no, I was born? No, it was a joke. Smart. Just fucking tell your story. Oh, okay. Well, Don't act like this is something that surprises you. Um, Okay, so I feel like my story started back in... I mean, it started a little bit before the military, whenever I was like in middle and high school, but we already went over that on the first podcast I did with Josh. So now we're going to start... I joined the military. I got kicked out of the military a year and a half sooner than I was supposed to. I lost $4,000 a month in the blink of a fucking eye. I had just bought a brand new house, two brand new vehicles. I had a one-year-old. Like, it was a shit show, to say the least. So as anybody would do, I try, number one, I knew I didn't want a boss again. Like the fact that the military could just take my money away in the blink of an eye, they could literally decide we're kicking you out and we're taking your paycheck and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. I knew that I wanted nobody to ever be responsible for my income ever again. And so I jumped into network marketing instantly and I'm not knocking network marketing. If anybody's listening to this and you are loving network marketing, like do you boo boo, but it just wasn't the vehicle for me. And about a year 
year ago, I jumped into cryptocurrency. I didn't know a damn thing about it. I'm not smart. I'm a freaking uh, college dropout. You're doing pretty fucking good. I am. I'm killing it. (laughs) I'm a freaking college dropout times two. Like, I've tried college two times and dropped out. Um, I didn't know anything other than Bitcoin was a fucking hot shit coin, and that was all I really knew whenever I jumped into it. I had one goal in mind, and that was to bring my husband home, and I did it. Um, about seven months ago, I pulled out $40,000 in a coin. I brought, I said, babe, won't you come home for a year? And he said, bet, let's do it. And he came home and it's been seven months. He's been home with our seven month old the entire time. And we're still paying our bills with cryptocurrency. And we are about to make a move to North Carolina for no other reason than I work from my fucking phone and I can. So We are moving, so if you guys aren't in cryptocurrency and you don't know about it and you don't know where to start or anything like that, please get with me because I'm telling you, it's a game changer. So that was, I don't know how we got on that topic, but I couldn't just not do a podcast and tell y'all where my... I I, I told you I wanted you to talk about it because if you can help people and make you some money, make other people money, then that's what the fuck we are talking about. It's it's too easy, and you, like I said, you don't have to be a special type of person. You can be a high school dropout. Like, I don't give a shit where you come from. I can make you money, so reach out to me. Instagram, Brooklyn, Katie with a D, and then my TikTok. Just, we can go ahead and just give me some more followers over there. I'm, trying, ahead, I'm, I'm trying to be hot shit on TikTok, too. It's Brooklyn Parton, P-A-R-T-E-N, 2. Brooklyn Parton too. You got any of these girls that you work with that's got like a house on a golf course, pool, you know, good looking, <laughs> that don't mind being disappointed in bedroom. I get where you're Got going. a podcast uh, host for a boyfriend. I'm, da- I'm down. I want somebody to tell me all I got to do is my show and I could just, that's it, and play golf. I mean, so, so basically what you're saying is Sean is fucking lucky. He's very, very lucky. I mean, he gets to, like, I'm literally breadwinning Does bitch. he play golf? No, but he would. If uh, why he's not playing golf is a fucking travesty. Yeah. I mean, it's travesty. If you're not going to work for a year, fucking play golf. <laughs> Drink a lot Just of beer. Just play golf. Just play golf. Just fucking play golf If you live closer, he would be out here with you every day. Oh, God. I've got to find, like, what's bad about this is I'm, like, I'm blessed to be able to do, have my bills paid, and only work the limited amount of time that I work. And I, I absolutely love it. I get to spend time with Gracie. I'm not knocking anything. But the days that I don't have Gracie and I don't have shows, it is the most lonely fucking shit when oh, all man. your friends are at work and you go to pick up the phone and, like, you're just grasping at straws. And you're like, I just want somebody fucking go play golf with <laughs> because I cannot go play by myself and enjoy it. I, I'm so competitive that whatever I do in this life, I think this is probably like a bad trait too. Now I'm thinking about it. It's, hearing it come out of my mouth is fixing to sound bad. I have to have somebody there to compliment me when I do good. Like, I, when Oh, I, when hell. I, so what you're saying is Brooklyn, it. you sucked ass today and I feel on top of the world. Absolutely. Okay. You, you made clear. me feel better about myself. No, I it's wasn't just, that bad. I like uh, one of the things that the F3 Foundation talked about when they was in here the other day is um, how they build up like a locker room atmosphere with their workouts and their groups to where I was raised playing sports from the time I was five, six years old till high school. And some of my best friends in this world and people that, I, I might not see all the time, but when I do see and I'm around them, mm-hmm. it's like we never missed a day apart from each other. 
And it's like that locker room feel. Like these are my boys. Like we've got a goal in mind. That kind of camaraderie is something that I crave. Mm -hmm. And I love being on like of course, me and you wasn't competing against each other today. We was playing. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, if we was, you got <laughs> fucking dusted. Uh, <laughs> but you, Josh was so sweet. Every time I hit, he would go, not bad. Well, like, when you <laughs> hit a good shot, it wasn't bad. And then when you really sucked, I was like, keep going. He was like, just get it. Just do it again. Just, just do, do it again. again. Fuck it. You know? Um, but um, I like to be there and I like talking shit. I like being competitive. Uh, one of the reasons why my daughter won't be playing rec ball in the county that she's playing rec ball in anymore and we start doing travel ball is because that competitive spirit is something that will in the rest of your life. If you are competitive, it does not matter what you're doing. It makes you better because you want to be better than the next person. Not like I'm better as a person, but I want to be top dog at whatever yeah, the fuck I do. You just want to win. Yeah, and... Being on a golf course with one of your buddies, talking shit, having a couple beers. It doesn't matter if I shoot bogey golf and they shoot double bogey golf or whatever. You don't have to be so much better than the other one. Just tit for tat. Mm -hmm. It is the best fucking shit in the world, and I live for it. And I can't find a damn person that works the hours that I work and that want to play. And then if they do want to play in the middle of the day, Halftime, they're extremely fucking good, and I'm not going to play with them. It's a damn shame that I'm not moving here because Sean would leave me. He'd be like, I'm so fucking tired of you and Josh playing golf seven days a week. I'm done with your <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Either Sean would leave me or CPS would take my kids because people would always have our kids, and we would all three be playing golf all week. You know what? I'm uh, Speaking of y'all not having your kids, <laughs> I, I'm ready for you not to have your kids, and I saw you just going away party. I'm going to go balls to the wall. I think we're thinking next weekend. Okay. So, like, July. For July 4th weekend? So. Or the weekend after July 4th. What are you doing July 4th weekend? Why don't, don't we just plans. make it a whole thing? God damn, yeah. Why don't we do, like, going away party Let's slash do a white trash July. Bass. Bro, I am fucking Let's down. Let's do a fucking white trash bash. I am down. For your going away party. I am so down. July 4th weekend. Because oh, the first is on Thursday. Die. So, second's Friday. Yeah, so we could do Saturday night. That would be like the night of yeah, July 4th. Absolutely, we can do that. Let's night. fucking do it. Oh, I'm down. Fuck. White trash bash. Oh, this is going to be wonderful. I'm uh, going to not wear a bra. Well, you don't have one on now. But I'm just letting bring, you know. Bring some of your uh, <laughs> your mentally unstable friends from around your area. I don't know why you think I have a lot of friends. I know you don't. That's why you like me. Because I. I think me and you's kind of the same. Here's the shitty part. I, I, I move away, either. and then while I moved away, everybody from my town is like, oh, my God, Brooklyn, you should come home so we can hang out. And then I move back home, and literally nobody fucking hangs out with me. Nobody. The only person I've hung out with is fucking Ashley. Shout out to Ashley Spears. You're that the real, ass, though. You're the, that ass, that, though. My boy, that ass, though. <laughs> you're the real MVP. Boy, I tell you, she got And my, everybody hates Ashley, she, so it's like we're both just, like, hanging out, and nobody likes she us, might, so. I have the worst whatever attitude ever. I don't know her like that. She might be a sweetheart. She's I don't, not. I, I don't she know. is not a terrible person. I love Ashley. But that ass, though. That ass, She though. got about one more time. The ass makes up for the attitude. Yes. She got about one more time to post. I don't understand the trend of women She knows what up. she's doing. Oh, fuck yeah, she, she knows, knows what she's doing. You know what you're doing. That girl. <laughs> Man, I did not shit. wait for her to listen she, to this. She, she, uh, I promise you, she might not find a husband, but that bitch is gonna find several inches. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, shit! Oh, yeah, she knows what she's doing. 
That, she know what she's doing. And she's perfectly content. She's like, I'm fine. It's fucking fine. And all she got to do is let me get a hold of her one time. Let me get a hold of her one time, and then I, I won't ever have to do it again. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, one time. She's going to cuss our ass out after I don't this care. episode. Y'all go There's look definitely going to be a group y'all chat. Y'all go look at her fucking Instagram after this, and you see how she be posting her ass up in these bikinis. I don't understand the trend where women pull up, like, the, the side of the like the bikini or the, the bathing suit bottoms, like, over your hips. We're trying to hide our fupa, Josh. I don't mind the fupas. Her, um, her Instagram is a... Davis 229. Y'all go check out that ass. Yeah, it is a quality pooter. <laughs> uh, nice turd cutter she's got on her there. <laughs> I'm telling you. That, oh, but my God. The thing is, is like I like how, though, she's one of those girls that she'll post a picture, and it's literally, boom, right in the middle, just fucking fat, old, nice ass that sits up. But then she's got, like, some inspirational quote underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like no uh, it is that's what she does like bitch we know you ain't talking about like uh let go and let god right now you are that's not what this picture is about like, no I'm bro telling you, she, does. she puts inspirational quotes underneath her ass pictures and it's like bitch. now i'm trying to find one so i, I can read you, it i'm telling you uh, ashley we love you though i'd love a couple parts of you for a few minutes <laughs> I'm telling you, she messaged me uh, the other day. It was asking me about a, I don't know, a subdivision or something. I didn't know anything about it. But besides that, I ain't heard from her in a while. There was a picture that y'all either were tagged in or posted together. And it was like her walking up this ladder in the pool. And all I put underneath the picture, because I saw you was on it, like talking on it or whatever, all I put was my face. Like, I just put the words, my face. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, sit on it. My face. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, now she might be oh, mad. Oh, man. No, she, she's not. She don't have a boyfriend at this present she's moment. Not. So she's probably not mad. Ashley is the goat. I don't care what anybody says about her. She's got to be crazy. <sighs> she might be low-key crazy, low but key can you blame ass. her? Can you fucking blame her, though? I mean. I don't know. I See, I don't know her that good. She's 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 good people. She's good she people. Like, I mean, all the times she, that I've dealt with her, she seems very nice. She's good people. She's good people. But also, I, you know, here's the thing about small towns, and this goes back to the first episode that I did with you, Josh. Here's the thing about small towns, and Tifton is a small fucking town. It is what it is. When one person don't like you, they all don't like you. When you fuck over one person, you've essentially fucked over a hundred more people at the same time, yeah. and it's kind of fucked up because, and, and that's why I love Ashley, and I can fucking say all day long I fuck with her because she's not fucked me over. She's never given me a reason to think she's going to fuck me over. She is nothing but the sweetest soul to me. And I am always one to, to give the underdog, and I say that with quotes, a fair shot. Because there was one point in my life where everybody thought I was this type of person. Yeah. When in reality, like, did I do some fucked up shit? Probably. We've does that mean, does that mean that I'm a fucked up person that doesn't right. deserve to have somebody care about me? No. And so, I don't know. I love Ashley. Yeah. I know this wasn't supposed to be a whole podcast about you, Ashley, but we, I fuck with you. I I promise you, I'll talk an hour about that ass. I fucked you. I fucked with you and your ass. I promise you. We went to the gym on um, toga night, and she was wearing this little toga, and every time she starts twerking, I'd grab the end of her toga and throw that bitch up. She'd be like, Brooklyn, stop it. But, like, in, she's reality, so... but in reality, she's like, no, keep going. Yeah, she's like, like, throw it up, throw it up. I'm trying to show Some everybody my ass. Some little drug dealer in here with a big dick's going to pay me attention. <laughs> Oh and my then, god! And then, I, and then I'm going 
going to fall in love on Facebook for a week. Ashley, I don't, I'm not a part of this conversation. I don't know what you When you start dating grown-ass men, <laughs> and you want to be disappointed by grown-ass men, we, we disappoint a whole lot better than them children. Oh, my Lord. I wouldn't date her. I don't want to date again for a long time, though. Me either. I'm done. I'm I, done I'm dating. I'm done with the dating. Well, I'm no shit, dating. you're fucking married. But if I wasn't, I say that all the time, I could not date today. I, it, yeah, there's too, there's too many complications. It's too much. Yeah, It's I, so complicated. I promise this. Everybody's going to be surprised one day. I will not put my next relationship on social media. Unless it's just got married. Yeah. Everybody's going to be like, what? You will fucking pop up and be like, invitation to my wedding. RSVP, motherfuckers. You're not going to know. <laughs> I don't. It just ruins everything. Mm -hmm. It ruins fucking everything. If two people are happy with each other, then that's fucking all you need. You don't need validation from everybody mm -hmm. else. Relationships are so much easier when it's not on social media. And that was like, I got, I hit the jackpot with Sean because he didn't fuck with Facebook. Well, he's old as Sean, fuck. He probably yeah. don't even know how to work it. Sean, you hear him. He's talking I'm just about, playing. He, he talking I, about I you. I know you know how to work something else from what I've heard. You know what he used to tell people when he lived in Florida? Like he worked um, at this like sheetrock corporation and they used to always be like, Sean, how you pull that young one? And Sean would be like, because I know how to slain the dick. And I was like, Sean, <laughs> don't be telling people that. That's so, like you don't just be talking about but that to people. You, you did what all you other Ladies out here doing that are above the age 21. I do not mess anybody under age 21. Uh, us old guys know what the fuck we're doing. We know what we're doing. I understand why every girl when I was younger, if they broke up with me or left me and it was for an older guy, I get it. We're fucking cool. I tell everybody that. I'm like, stop fucking with these 21, 22. Actually, 21 to 25. And I, even though I'm 25, I still I swear by it. Stop fucking with these 21 to 25-year-olds. Go get you somebody that is seasoned with a, little, with a little salt and pepper. Or ginger. Or ginger. Sorry. Or ginger. Sorry. We're not salt and pepper. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we are. Sorry. We're, we look like a fucking cat in a trailer park most of the time. <laughs> so what the fuck are I look like a fucking dumbass Garfield. I do. You cute though. I am. I, I know. I you do. Cute. I do well for you myself. Cute. And Josh was wearing his little cute ass little golf outfit today. It's full dad. I'm telling you, I I used to only wear like when I started with my weight loss and some more stuff. All I would wear was blue jeans, Wrangler blue jeans, my boots, and black t-shirts. I had something political or whatever on it. Like it was my shit. Mm -hmm. In the past year, I have found out what my real shit is: is being comfortable. And it is wearing uh, stretchy shorts. That above are, the knee, that right? Above, above I don't the wear knee. anything below the knee. Tell Sean that. Oh, no, you got, if you're a grown man, you can't wear shorts below He's the knee. He's still wearing cargo shorts with pockets oh, no, on bruh, them. Bruh, bruh, <laughs> bruh. you lucky you married because you wouldn't get no pussy. You wouldn't get laid. I, I, I still, to do, it, look, grown men, I'm going to tell you something. No, say Sean. If you are over the age of 30. And you are wearing cargo shirts, shorts right now, and you're looking down at your cargo shorts. And you have two pockets you on top of the other two pockets. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Go to Belks. They don't cost a lot. Get you khaki shorts or whatever How colors. many inches? Six inch or uh, seven inch on the? It depends. I don't go anything below seven. Okay. Seven's right above the knee, but like the ones I've got on right now are sevens. But I really like the sixers. I like the six, but it so also... So it's not too far above the knee. Like, it ain't nothing no, crazy. No, 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 Like, I don't do the chubbies. The chubbies are, are four and a half, five. Where you can see, like... Oh, you know. no, no. I'm telling you, I'm old. I have a saggy sack 
And if I don't have on the right drawers, it looks like I'm smuggling squirrels. Like, it, it does. And it's not, I'm all balls. Oh, so shit. It, it looks cute, and then you get around it, and it's like, oh. That's not what I was expecting. And it's like, bitch, I told you. I don't know what you So, no cargo for. shorts, Sean. No cargo shorts. Don't. I've been telling, we argue about that all the time. I'm like, baby. Please. He's like, what's wrong with my cargo shorts? I'm like, you've been wearing them for eight years. I, I got a buddy. And eight I'm, years. I ain't calling this bitch out. Let right me now. wear my hip huggers again. If he, right oh around boy, the, the hip huggers. Are, <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me wear my hip huggers with little bell remember, bottoms. You remember, and I liked them so much at the time on a girl because it always made her ass look good. You remember the pirate pants? No. They were like leggings before leggings. But they were like open and flowy. Okay, let me look it up. Yeah, look up pirate pants. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what they were called. But uh, yeah, I got a buddy that is almost 40 years old, and I'll guarantee you, whatever he's doing right now, he's got cargo shorts on, and he's wore the same <laughs> cargo shorts. Since, Who wore since, these? Since eight, let me see, turn around and make sure you got the right one. I <laughs> know oh, those aren't it. Those aren't it. Maybe okay. they weren't called pirate. They were like, they were loose fitting and then they got to. Like gauchos? Maybe they're gauchos. They were loose fitting and then they got down to the ankle and they, ex- like they expanded like a bell bottom, but they wasn't a bell bottom. And like, they wasn't like pant material. It no, was no, like... it was like cloth. Okay, so it's like the gauchos. Cl- Hold it on. It was like comfy. Boy, but, but it made them asses look, yeah, them stupid ass <laughs> pants. <laughs> they're so stupid. Why the fuck do I think it's called pirate pants? Why did we wear those? I don't know. Y'all let us know if y'all wore gaucho pants. <laughs> I remember this girl I dated right after high school. It was like this girl that I had a crush on all through high school. She was like two years older than me. What's her name? Uh, it's Ashley. I don't know what her fucking name, last name is now. She's got to be married. But I hadn't talked to her in 16 years. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure she's still alive. But I don't, even, I don't even know. Like that's I forgot I, to look her up after yeah. this. So th- I was obsessed with this girl. I thought this was the most beautiful girl ever. She's older than me. And uh, after high school, I was like 18, and she was at the University of Georgia. We started dating, and we dated for a little while. And uh, she used to wear them all the time. And I always used to be like, but also I'm not going to say her last name, but if you know who I'm talking about, if you know me, then you remember that whole family's ass. <laughs> This whole fit, fuck, I'm just gonna say it, Campbell's. The Campbell's from, I don't remember the other two sisters' names, but I remember the one I dated. Every one of them is like that ass. It's one of them things that you just, it's like, holy shit. It it's hurt. better than Ashley, Ashley Spears? Yeah, see, I like thick women. I like, I like thick women, and like Ashley's like kind of def- like toned and, er- and everything. Or how you want to put it. Uh, and these girls were just like, they were toned, but they were thick. They were athletic built. And I'm telling you, built like brick shit houses. Like, it was, it would hurt your feelings. <laughs> she's not a musician, is she? I don't know if she's a musician. She was no. blonde? I don't remember what color her hair is. I hadn't seen her. I didn't even like sleep with this girl. Oh. So, like. I mean, I that can't be her, can it? Oh, no, that's not her. <laughs> this bitch just turned around a uh, a Maxim cover model and had the nerve to ask me, is this her? Uh, ma'am, I I'm think, not knocking I, your game. You could totally a, pick up this girl. I, I mean, I know I could, but it had to be the right environment. Somebody and me were talking about that the other day. They was like, how do you have the confidence to talk to women you do? And I was like, I don't unless it's the right environment. If you take me to a country club and it's a bunch of stuck-up fuckers, none. 
But I know what kind of I can look at you and tell you whether it's a friend or whether it's somebody that'll be uh, somebody mess around with it with there. I can look at you. Is that all guys or just you, you think? I just have a really good grasp on it. I know what to avoid. I know what's not going to pay me attention. Like, if you are like. By the way they look? Yeah, you can tell. Mainly by the way they dress. Mainly by the way you dress. Okay, so how do they dress if they're going to pay you attention? Fun. Not slutty. Like no bra and a tank top and some fucking gym shorts and Crocs. You are going to have your old man thinking that no, you're in love with me. No, I'm just saying. I, just, no. I am low-key in love with you. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm out but, but no, me. seriously, I'm somebody fun that like I fought with you. If, like, if you, if we're you cool. were not married and I saw you at the bar, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, absolutely. Now, let's see. Like if you had on... A Gucci bag? Gucci bag, you're not talking to me. If you have on shoes that look like they cost more than fucking my truck. Like some Dolce & Gabbana. You're not talking to me. Yeah. But I'm also not stupid enough to think that you're going to. Uh, a lot of people's like misconception when you're meeting somebody is you think that, uh, oh, I'm attracted to them, so we're going to get along. I'm the complete opposite. I might be attracted to you, but I want to know about everything else to do with you first before I even pursue you. Before I even say anything. And uh, as crazy as it is, at a bar, you can very pick up, or very quickly pick up on somebody's personality because they're drinking, they're letting loose, the stuff that's coming out of their mouth. If, uh, if a woman's sitting there and she's got an expensive bag, she's got an expensive outfit on, and she's sitting there with her arms crossed and she's just sipping on her... Martini? Yeah. <laughs> that bitch is going to hate me from the time I <laughs> open my mouth. I don't, I'm not even going to ask you for a drink because you're going to... This is what you're going to say. You're not even going to accept my drink. I was about I to say, know, if you bought her drink, she'd be no, like, no. They, they, I look at me. They think I roofied them. Yeah, of course. But they think that there is something in there. Whatever. <laughs> but if you got blue jeans on at a bar and, and like just a... I don't know what you call it. Like a, a nice top. Because I don't want to say T-shirt. A blouse. A blouse. <laughs> if you have on a blouse at a bar, I know I'm pulling the pussy. Um, oh, but yeah, like if you have on a, if you have on like a, just a nice top and you seem chill, yeah. you got on blue jeans, short. If you're, if your outfit isn't too extravagant, I know we'll get along because you're just there to have a good time and you're not there to impress nobody. Uh, but, but if you're fucking dressed up to a 10 to go to a country bar or a honky-tonk, because that's probably the only place you're going to find me, <laughs> I know not to speak to you. <laughs> I've got buddies that they'll think. What I'm, about the girls that are on the dance floor? I, I'm, this all over me. Yeah? Yeah, but I'm that guy that'll go out there and get in the front row of a concert with a fucking drink up in the air, having a good time singing along with the band, whether anybody's dancing with me or not. And women that but that's are, that's how you get the yeah, ability the to shoot your shot shit. though is being women, up there. Yeah. But most women when you're out at a bar, they just want to see you having fun. They want to have fun. Yeah. They don't want the guy that's sitting on a fucking stool over in the just corner. Just stalking and watching yeah. people. No, because that you know what that says? That says, I'm here because I'm trying to get laid and that's how I'm gonna have fun tonight. Right. If I don't pull somebody, I'm gonna be miserable and sit at this table. Yeah. But for you, you're like, I'm gonna have fun regardless. Yeah, don't give me no Like if I go home no with someone ass. cool, yeah. but like I'm here to have fun. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah. we'll get you an Uber back in the morning. <laughs> after you cook me breakfast. <laughs> that that is never cookie happened. breakfast, motherfucker. That has never happened. 
don't lie to these don't lie to these people, y'all. He don't even he hides his water just so we're clear. I do hide my water. So before I left the house, I said I need my gallon jug of water, and Sean was like, "Why?" I said, "Cause Josh's ass, he be hiding fucking water from people, and if I need water, I want to have it." Y'all, That's the first my, night I stayed, I woke up the next Bissani. morning. I woke up the next morning with cotton mouth like a motherfucker, and I asked Josh. I said, "You got something to drink?" And he was like, "Whatever's in the fridge." There wasn't shit in the fridge, but like some diet. I didn't realize you bought fucking groceries the night before. Huh? I didn't realize you had bought the groceries the night before. I didn't. That's why there wasn't no fucking drink in there for your ass. <laughs> I know where the okay, drink Okay, let me was. tell y'all. And then the next time we stayed, it was me and Sean. We woke up with cotton mouth like a motherfucker. And then I'm like, God dang, man. He ain't got nothing in this bitch. Like, nothing at all. We go to get ready to leave. <laughs> and Josh walks into his little laundry room thing and then comes out with a bottle of water. I about flipped the damn house, literally. I was like, oh, hell no, Josh. Give me some of that water. It got into my mind. I don't remember if it's when I lived in Macon or when I lived in Eastman. But it was where, like, me and my buddies are partying all the time. And it happened to me two or three times. And then I said, fuck everybody. It's where I would wake up in the morning at my own damn house, be thirsty, and, <laughs> and wouldn't have a damn thing to drink. <laughs> if you ain't smart enough to bring you a drink or to make sure there's something in the refrigerator for you go to bed, mm-mm. That's oh. on you. That ain't on my <laughs> it's ass. It's smart. No, I get it. I no. do. I get it now. Like, once I saw you go into your little secret hideaway door and bring out water. You say secret hideaway. It's literally the fucking laundry room. I know, but and it's, to it's me, not even hidden. It's you was on too, the shelf. No, you was too suspicious about it. He literally slid in, and he slid out with a little bottle in his hand. You I made it sound like I had a fucking a digital thumbprint yeah, to open up a case did, of Yeah, he did, though. And he wanted to act like he didn't know where it came from when I said, where did you get that water? He was like, what? What water? What water? I don't know what you're talking about. So I have my whole gallon jug. Sean was like, why are you staying? I said, I don't know, but I want to make sure I have water no matter what when I'm hanging out with him. You have to. I'm not giving you no mine. You have to. Only alcohol. That's the thing. Like, nobody wants to wake up hungover with cotton mouth and drink another beer. Unless, I don't know. Well, there's also this thing called a, like a spigot and a faucet. Well, I'm too bougie for that, I guess. You won't drink I out wanted, faucet. I did eat your... The fucking sandwich meat in that bitch that night, though. I made me a whole sandwich. I didn't know you made a whole sandwich. I thought you ate them cheese balls. I did eat those, too. He had some little cheese balls in there. I don't even know where they came from. He, that's what he said. And some pastrami, and I made me a sandwich. And then the next morning, I didn't eat. I didn't even drink nothing with it. So you know you got to be hungry and hungover to eat a sandwich with nothing to drink. Yeah, fuck that. And then the next morning, Josh was like, I don't even know who bought that. It's probably out of date. I was like, no, it wasn't oh, out of shit. date. It was not well, out of date. let me tell you. Uh, when we were getting ready to go on to the the beach trip, before it, I was drinking heavily. I've been back from the beach two weeks now. I've drank more beer with you today than I've drank the other like the rest of the two weeks. Like I needed to recuperate. Yeah, like well, I knew I had drank way too much and went way too hard on the beach trip, and I was kind of feeling like shaky coming back home and all stuff. And I was like, I'm just gonna cut it out. I'm not going to go hard, and uh, I wasn't going to drink at all until July 4th, and then I realized I'm probably going to go hard as fuck on July 4th, and if I have not kept a little bit of a tolerance, tolerance. I'm going to fucking pass out at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. We don't do that. Especially when we're doing our going away party now. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to go ham, white trash. We got a wild out. God, that's going to be cool. So you're going to dress in, like, cut-off shorts and shit? Yeah, it's not, like, that far out of my range. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, we will. I'm so uh, excited. But while we were while we were uh, doing that, um, 
this was about take. What was I talking about before this? Because this had to do with the beach trip, and you was like, "I'm not going to go too hard." I don't know. It was something I was doing before the beach trip. It was the conversation we had before that. We were talking about the food and how it was out of date. Oh, the food was out of date. That's what it was. So I got fucked up here one night. Like just, here? Yeah, like here, doing some lives and stuff, just talking to folks, selling some t-shirts, all the shit. And I got so drunk that I knew I was staying here. Like it was one of the times where I didn't want to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I live fucking a block from here, I was like, fucking I'm not driving. A hop. I'm not fucking driving. Uh, so I go back into the little kitchen area we got now, and uh, there's this whole box of like Lay's chips with a uh, like a variety pack. I got like three of them, <laughs> got on live, and was just eating them and like kind of sobering up a little bit. So I go to sleep and everything, like talking to people uh, a little bit more, and uh, ate them all. Told everybody bye, went to sleep next morning. Uh, I wake up and go home. I come back. Uh, Gracie's with me. And, like, we're cleaning up from the mess I'd made. And Gracie's like, who ate these chips? <laughs> and I was like, I did. I ate them last night. Why? And she was like, did you read the expiration date on it? <laughs> and I was like, no. Why? Shit went out in December. Oh, my God. I never skipped a beat. I was literally eating moldy Cheetos in front of people. (laughs) Like, just full-blown Fritos with fucking hair growing on them. Was they really nasty? I don't know. They probably were. Ass drunk, Josh. That's Well, I mean, but did you die? I did not. We good, then. Unless I'm a fucking ghost and I didn't know it, and then you're really tripping balls. That just goes to show you that, like, we can eat just about anything. I know, I've ate a couple things. I was about to say, this conversation. Yeah. (laughs) I keep setting us up for for those kind of conversations. Earlier, whenever we were playing golf, I was like, Josh, do you have any balls in your pants? And he was like, "Uh, yeah, I have two. I was like, I knew it. Then I I pulled out two new Bridgestones and handed her one. I knew it. I knew I was going to set myself up. You actually took it the wrong way. I was just handing you a golf ball. But I have a dirty mind, so... I know, I did too. I knew as soon as I said it what was happening. But it was like I, when we was playing golf, I told you, you have the way of saying stuff and like... Have without some, it being raunchy. Yeah, without it being raunchy. <laughs> There's a lot of people we've had on the show that's very good at it, but you're extremely good at it. And it's just where you have the capability of talking about stuff and it just not sounding... It's not a turnoff. Hair flip. Yeah, it's not a turnoff. There's some people... I got a very good friend. She lives in Macon. And I've told this to her face several times. It's a very attractive woman. But she has the mouth of a fucking sailor. Damn, I thought I did, uh, but I guess not. No, 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 no. She is, she's, I, I love her to death now. We haven't hung out at all since the studio opened. I'm good. I about choked to death on it while ago. <laughs> um, but we hadn't hung out at all since the studio opened. And so it's been like six, seven months since I've seen this girl. And uh, we, we hung out on my birthday. So, yeah, it's been, fuck, it's been almost a year. Damn. But uh, she has the capability of looking like the baddest bitch in the room. Baddest, most beautiful bitch in the room. Got a great heart, too. Amazing person. Me and her have sat on the balcony at my old apartment in Macon till the sun coming up, just drinking, talking about life, just there for each other. And when she's in this zone... Where her mouth is just saying whatever she wants. It's like sitting there listening to a grown ass 
sailor man talking. <laughs> and it, it's a turnoff. But luckily, me and this girl are just friends, right. so it's, it's never yeah. been an issue anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's, there's nothing between us. But, like, I understand why it's a turnoff. It just, it, it rubs me the wrong way. I don't mind if you got a dirty mouth if it's just us. Yeah. Like, if, the, if we weren't recording right now and you was talking about God knows what. But also, me and you are friends, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Right. But, like, it's, it's a turnoff factor. Yeah. I don't care how fucking good you look. If I don't think the brain and the heart matches the looks, I'm out, bro. Like, <laughs> you, you, see, you ain't got shit to offer me. That's a good point. Yeah. Good that, point. That mouth will tell you a lot of truths about people. That's true. And you can tell, like you said, like, you can tell whenever people, when, when there is a misalignment. Like, it's just what, like, that's just not, it, it does, doesn't match up. Like, what, who you are and the way you talk or the way you act. And I, 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 I'm going to give somebody credit. I do not like giving credit to. Somebody that I worked with in radio. They tried to teach me, them and my old program director, shout out to DJ Skills. I love Whoop. you. I love you, big fella. Um, they were trying to teach me about vibes. And, like, I did not fucking like vibrations and all this shit. I did not believe in it. I was like, mm-hmm. this is this horse shit. Like, it's whatever. And in the past couple months, I don't know if I'm, they used to call it like being awake. Mm-hmm. Like being able to, like, you reach a certain age and you start feeling these vibes. Or being in tune. Yeah, like, like you're, you're in just, tune with yeah. shit. Man, I can feel it now. Like I can <laughs> feel me and you fucking vibe. Even on the golf course or, you know, whatever. We fucking vibe. I vibe with a lot of people that's been on this show. But I've also, like, in real life, not the show or whatever, there's people that I've known for the longest time that when they come around now, I get this just weird mm-hmm. fucking just ugh yeah. feeling. And it's uh it's vibes and shit. And I, I hate that I fucking It bl- sucks. Yeah. But it just I, I don't know. I feel like that's a good thing though. When we were talking about that earlier, I think it, it's just a part of it. I feel like it's a part of growth. You yeah. you have to. You have to like figure out how to decipher between good vibes and bad vibes because that is your ultimately your gut. That's literally what it is. It's your gut saying whoa, like we need to dial it back a little bit or we need to distance ourselves from this situation or this person or this place or whatever it is. And I I know that that's what was going on with me too the last couple months. It was my gut telling me, you need to, you need to calm down and and chill. How much better though did it start feeling when you started listening to it? It it always, and that's a, it's like, why do we fight that sometimes? It's like, why do we fight it? It's like, we're trying to force something that the entire universe or God or whatever is trying to tell us, stop, like, leave it alone. I'm trying to take it away from you for a reason. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make waves for a reason because I want you to let it go. And it's just, it's crazy that that, like, we don't listen to it. We don't listen to it. Yeah. It's where if something's bad for you or negative for you or toxic, however you want to put it, it has the capability and it usually will. It'll find its way out of your life. We just got to not be stupid enough Mm -hmm. to keep pulling it back in. When something's bad for you, you let it go. You, you let it go, and yeah. you leave it the fuck alone. And what it's going to be is it's going to be. Yeah. There's this, like, quote on Facebook. 
It's, I don't know if it relates to this. I feel like it kind of does, but it was like every girl. And she's like, God, I wish you would send me somebody. And God's like, I did, but you didn't like his eyebrows. Like, I just Whoa. feel like that's, I feel like that's life in general. Like he, he, hashtag God, Ashley the universe. Spears. Huh? Oh, I yeah. Said, hashtag Ashley <laughs> Hashtag Ashley. I'm like his eyebrows. He's too tall for me. She's going to understand that. Or he's too short for me. But, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of the times they're trying to. Do you get it now? No, I know, but I was just thinking. I Let was just me thinking, tell you though, what I was Ashley, just thinking to myself. The, what is the what's the old fairy tale? This porridge is too hot. This porridge is too cold. This porridge, this porridge is just, just right. right. She just ain't tried this porridge yet. Talking about you? Oh yeah. Oh. There's not a lot of porridge, but goddamn, it's some good porridge. <laughs> Dude, she's. I cannot wait for her to listen to this. Um, she's gonna be like, I hate y'all, but. I don't even remember what I was saying. Damn you, Josh. I'm sorry. No, you were talking to... Fuck, I don't know. You I don't were... know. I just feel like we have to... Oh, the eyebrows thing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times, God, the universe, energy, it's trying to show us the direction, but we're too fucking stubborn. And like, if we want it our way. We don't want to just let go. We too don't want to just like let go and let shit happen the way it's supposed to. And the minute that we stop trying to force things and just let it roll, and that was me. I was trying to force an OnlyFans. I was trying to get on there and force conversations with the 120 people that were subscribed to me. And it just wasn't... It just wasn't it. It wasn't it. And the minute that I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm I'm literally going towards where my where where it's like where it flows effortlessly. My, my thing that broke me was when people started requesting me to do shows with people um, that I hadn't done shows with yet, and then I would go look up their content on social media, and I would fake like it. I've only done this with one person. And uh, they've only done one episode with me. And my gut told me the entire time not to do this episode. Mm-hmm. And then the person was kind of a dick. And they kind of big leagued me. And they were supposed to be doing the show for a certain amount of uh, time, like an hour at least. And then they end up dipping out like at 35 minutes. That pissed me off. Uh, but like a couple other things. And I realized when I did that, that I had done a show that I didn't want to do because people told me they wanted me to do it. And I was just like, that's not me. That, that's, that's not me. I don't stand for anything that this person does. They're mm-hmm. a one-trick pony, and they have no depth and everything else. And I just, I shouldn't have done it. And I'll tell you when we get off here, um, but that dude... And I won't say names. If you're not smart enough to figure it out, you're just not smart enough to figure it out. But they got what they deserved while they were lying to me the whole time. Like, they got what they deserved. And it was just like, I got to see firsthand that, like, why didn't I listen to myself? Or listen to your gut. Yeah, Yeah. why am I giving this person time um, and, and a platform to tell their story when there's somebody like F3? that's out here, uh, our Crossroads Recovery Ministry, uh, our Mission 22, or these other organizations, you know, they might not get as many downloads as some people, but they're projecting and putting out the message that I want to give out. Mm -hmm. Now, like me and you sitting here today, we talk a little trash, have a little fun, but it's still the whole thing is wrapped around what you started talking about 
You know what's good for your mental Going health. with your gut. Yeah, and, and all listening that kind to your of stuff. intuition and and it's so crazy. I I talked about this on my Instagram story. That's the shit people don't want to hear. And when we were talking about this on the golf course, that when you go into something and you want to be this optimistic, uplifting, inspirational person, that shit doesn't happen overnight. But that's because. That's not what people want to hear. People mm-hmm. don't want to hear that you have to change yourself. You have to grow. You have to look within. You have to realize that you've done some fucked up things. You have to realize that, you, you know, it's like, and it sucks because we've only gotten to where we're at today because we went through the shit that Absolutely. we're talking about. And so we know how to ultimately help people, but not everybody's there yet. And it's like, you can't water yourself down to appeal to a whole nother audience that only wants to be there for the shit that they want to hear. Yeah, you, you have to make yourself uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm here to say things that are not uncomfortable, to say things that make people feel uncomfortable yeah. because I know that's how ultimate growth happens. Yeah, there's times that uh, one of the best things that ever happened to me is when I was, fuck, I don't know, 18, 19, and I got in trouble with the law for fucking stealing some scrap metal. Like, learning a lesson early in life, like, about that kind of thing. It Mm -hmm. helped me out a lot growing forward. And I would have never thought at the age of 19 when I'm sitting there in a jail cell and I'm sulking on it that at 33 I'd be grateful that it happened. Yeah. But I got put in an uncomfortable situation because I was stupid and uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. And it's – Looking back now, it's one of the best things that ever happened to me. It changed it changed yeah. my life in the right way. You grow when you're uncomfortable. Like I say that, and I swear to this day that I only I was having a conversation with someone earlier. Shout out to Chat. If you guys don't know who this is, he owns Do Mills out of Valdosta. He delivers my meals to my door every Saturday. It's fucking amazing. It's lunch and dinner Monday through Friday. It's like fresh. That's cool. Never frozen meals, and they are amazing. So if you guys um, don't do that, you need to. But anyways, me and him were talking, and we were just having, like, bullshit conversation about life and goals. I love high-energy conversations Absolutely. like that. I have to talk to people I hate who, that you're going home because Dirt Roads and Tequila know, is calling my dude. fucking name right Look, now. we're not going to say I'm not leaving yet because I just don't know. I remember the first <laughs> I remember the first night I was like, I need to go home. And then I was like, um, I kind of Sean's going to be like, this bitch has done play golf with him all day. <laughs> she ain't got no bra on. She ain't got no bra on. So she done titty sweated all over him. Like. Titty sweated all over. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, Sean, I promise you, if she stays, we're calling Ashley Spears. We are. We We're are. FaceTiming. We're FaceTiming. FaceTiming. Maybe she'll be Nick. Oh, my God. Okay, before we even get on dirty conversation again, because <laughs> I can't even con- I can't even concentrate. I know, but that's but what's fun. what I'm saying, though, is me and Chat were talking, and we were just talking about how, and I've said this to multiple people, I only ever feel fulfilled when I'm doing shit that's uncomfortable and scary. Even if, like, in the moment it feels so wrong, or if, not wrong, but it feels so just uncomfortable like the conversation with you josh the the saying like i need to take a step back you know and not not showing up to the beach trip not even fucking telling you which was shitty but didn't show up to the beach trip you know not coming to podcasts like all of that in the moment it was so uncomfortable for me but at the same time i felt like there was going to be something on the other side and i feel like that's when we grow like when there's something that scares you or something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone most of the time that is the route yeah it uh, is I, i didn't mind I, I didn't mind because I, I knew, I knew what it was. Like me and you, me and you connected good enough that first night uh, hanging out and everything, and then the next night with Sean and all that stuff. Uh, but like it, I knew the entire damn time what it was and had no problem with it. People think that if you tell me something that I don't want to hear or it's something that's like telling me no. 
that I'm going to, like, be pissy about it? No, I'd rather you be fucking honest. Mm-hmm. I I have been around so many people that have been liars. Uh, at one point in time, I was probably the biggest liar you fucking would have met, but I was in completely unhappy with my life. The only reason why I told lies so much growing up is because I was miserable as a kid and early in my teen years. Uh, I, I lied a fucking lot because mm-hmm. I, di- I was not happy with You're my not life. Happy, yeah. I, so I wanted to make a better life, and I was stupid enough to think that the people that was listening to me believed me. They all knew that I was fucking lying, <laughs> and, and but they also, they were my friends, and they were my loved ones. So even though they knew I was lying in their face, they realized he's just, he's not happy. He doesn't have anything going for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, every, so like that's one reason now I'm so, I'm so up about it like i don't want anybody to lie i want everybody to be themselves i want you to tell me shit that you mean Mm -hmm. don't blow smoke up my ass like i would rather hear you say some fucked up shit that's gonna hurt my feelings than hear you tell me a lie like sugarcoat something yeah don't sugarcoat i you could have told me the only thing that irritated me at all and it wasn't just it wasn't you as i knew the kind of situation with you but the beach trip kind of blew up in my face but it's just like you not letting me know, which is fine, like no hard feelings or whatever. I already told you I don't care. But it also happened with a couple more people. Just didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Just didn't tell me. And then we get there, and then I even like the winner of the raffle. She was nice enough that she stayed in contact the entire time. But the day that we were to go pick her up from the airport, she messages that morning and says that her grandpa failed. She couldn't come. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, "Why aren't all these people here?" And like, it, it got put on me because yeah. all these people aren't here. And you didn't even know for some of them. Yeah, I didn't even know. Like, yeah. you just like the only person that really out of everybody that told me and then tried to rectify the situation was flawless, lawless. And you know, it was okay. She told me the situation, and I didn't mind. I wasn't mad. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at all. Um, I wasn't mad at anybody. I hate. My little fat ass heart got broke because the trip didn't go the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like it didn't play out the way I wanted it to. So it was like even people was like, you could tell you wasn't, you know, you drank too much and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, I built all this up in yeah. my head. And we had big plans. Yeah, like we, we really did. We hyped yeah. it the fuck like, up. Yeah. And, it and sucks. so like then it, it doesn't happen and you get yeah. there. And even like going to fucking stupid ass Crab Island. I was so excited. You about could that. not rent a goddamn pontoon boat. You you could not rent a pontoon boat. Really? It, like there was they were all rented out. Damn. I didn't realize that there was gonna be so many fucking people mm-hmm. renting the pontoon boats. And then I wanted to get one that was big enough for everybody. Yeah. Because we had like eight, nine people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you couldn't get one. So all you could get was six. Damn. Well, then three people gets left out. So why am I going to rent a fucking right, pontoon exactly. boat? So then I paid for everybody to go to the water park. Then we get to the water park, and the water park sucks absolute ass. Did it? Oh, my God. It was fucking horrible. They were understaffed. So only one adult slide was open oh my god that's it that's why like everybody was like why wouldn't you doing more stuff with people there was nothing to do with people besides at night going to the bars mm-hmm. and we did that with a lot of people but i play i stayed on the golf course the whole time i don't blame you man i would have been on the golf course. I, I was i was so fucking aggravated but i was there with some of my best friends 
and the ones that showed up were yeah, meant to show up. Yeah, exactly. Hands down. Yeah, like that. That's how it worked out how, the way it was. I to. hated that the way that it looked to people that wasn't there. Yeah, because I got messages too. People were like, "Why didn't you go to the beach with, yeah. or you know, what happened? Yeah. What happened?" I was like, "Fuck, dude, Th- nothing there was happened. Really I nothing just, bad I happened. just like it was, me, it was me. It was just me. Nobody it, else. It was it was bad planning. But once again, what folks don't realize is. Right before, two weeks prior to that, is when the raffle was supposed to be up. Got banned on TikTok. And then TikTok you got banned on TikTok. I was two, here when that happened. Two whole last weeks. Yeah, that sucks. Couldn't do anything. Well, I had done made the promise to everybody going that, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to make content while we're there. I'm paying for the Airbnbs, all this shit. So I had to wait until there was enough tickets sold to pay for all this. And uh, pay for some flights and pay for some other things and uh, pay for the water park and pay for dinners and pay for alcohol. Like, that's what the shit was supposed to be for. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I had to wait. And me waiting to the last moment just caused a pain in the ass. It just, I put the blame on me, but it's not all me to blame. It was, it was just some people, like it I said, was me. Your, your situation. <laughs> Your, your situation? Well, it was all shitty. It doesn't yeah. mean that it, like, it, I don't know. It's not that anybody is the primary person yeah, to blame. Yeah, there's not. There's not but one. just, like, life circumstances, things that happen. When it just, one thing goes bad, yeah, you can't, things yeah, are Yeah, you go can't bad. help it. It just, that's life. Hell, and what, like, this is another one. Our condo that we stayed in in Panama, air conditioner was broke. Oh, Elevators hell, were broke. No way. Like, it was... It was one thing after another. Yeah, so it was just like... But you know it was for a reason. Uh, Anytime shit like that goes wrong... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was whatever Something it was. good came out of it. Uh, Yeah. I got, to, I got to get really close with Dustin Heron and me and Lee Tucker and Tyler Branchardy really close. Kate Stinson really close. There was more people there that we loved and wish we'd have got to spend more time with. Uh, but me and Dustin playing golf was the most fucking relaxed I had been in an extremely long time. And one of the days Lee played with us, too, and Dustin's family. Yeah. And it was what I needed. That was the reset that I needed. And to remember who my friends and who my family are and the ones that I love and the ones I know they're going to be there. You're right or does, dude. Yeah, the ones that are right. going to be there for you. Yeah, so it, it was just one of them things like I didn't feel bad for like some people not being there or, or whatever. Like it never bothered me. Yeah. Cause I, I had the people, like you said, the people that were supposed to be there were there. And, uh, it just, it was just, it was freeing. That's like, good. Like the golf. And then the day was the same way though. It was fucking great. Golf might not be, just be a sport to some people, but it is the most it's relaxing, relaxing shit. It is. Even if you don't know how to play. Like, because I don't know how to play, but no. I just enjoyed it. It's just, I just like being outside. I already told you. I Absolutely. love being outside. We'll be at the house, and I'm like, I'm going outside, and Sean's like, for what? Just to be outside and work today. I just want to sit outside on my phone and work. Like, I love being outside. It's therapeutic. Uh, well... I think we've came to the end of this. Me too. <laughs> uh, you like you about to fall asleep over there. I'm just I'm ready to get another beer to be honest. Okay, well we'll end this. But uh, if you're listening and uh, you want to come to the White Trash Bash next weekend, please I, y'all come. I'm probably gonna tell you no if I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not letting people that we don't know around. Ashley anymore. can come though with that fat ass boy. <laughs> I hope she comes later. You know what I'm saying. 
<laughs> I mean over. I mean over. Hope okay. she comes over. Yeah. Sits on my face. Um, <laughs> if I'm if I'm currently dating you, I didn't mean that. If I'm currently dating you, I'm not gonna say any names because there might be several girlfriends. Might be none. You never know. But if there is, I don't mean it. Yes, I do. Yes, he does. I, if she would let me, <laughs> I would. In front of you. Um, I let her take a picture of oh, propping shit. that thing up around me. Yes. Um, but anyway, I'm so sorry. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I am not. No. Not even the least. He doesn't bit. even look sorry. So I don't. I, mean, I Speaking don't. Speaking of, we got to get a camera in here at some point. And I'm scared. Yeah. If, uh, if there was a camera in here, it just saw me butt naked on his table and taking that beer poster. I was wondering if you were actually naked oh, or no. if you just photoshopped. Okay. Every one of y'all are fixing to hear an exclusive that I have not said anywhere else on social media. Never heard before. No one knows this. Okay, two things happened that was very uncomfortable for me. Who took the picture? I did, but I had a self-timer. Oh, okay. That's where this is where the first part of this comes from. So... Brooklyn can kind of describe it to you a little bit better because she's sitting here at the table. Where that camera stand is is where my phone was. I had to <laughs> hit record on that camera stand our picture like the and I had ten seconds to get my fat ass <laughs> on this podcast table. He was naked. <laughs> naked and situate myself to where it looks like I was talking in the microphone. And I had the box covering my midsection. Holy Ten shit. seconds. Ten seconds is not a long it's time not. for a fat man to get up Did on Did you top. have a little step stool down no, there? No, I jumped every time. <laughs> Let me tell you. Shout out. Shout <laughs> oh, out to shit. Austin Hyatt for building a great farm table. Uh, thank you. How many times did it take you, though? Oh, please? shit. <laughs> I saw. Let, let me tell you. I'm not. I, I just I get am, this visual. I, I am what you call. I never take nudes. I don't think I've ever took a nude. Until now. Until now. So, like, I'm what you would call a grower, not a shower. He don't look impressive until he's got to. So, there was, like, this one angle. Oh, shit. That when I looked at my dick in that one angle, I was like, I don't want to oh, do this shit. no more. That's right. He looked you... like a fucking turtle going halfway in his shell. Why like, all you can see I is, not... like, his little beak poking out. And I was like, what in the... Why did I do this? This whole time, I was picturing you jumping up on the table with the box and holding the box, but the box just photoshopped. No, the box is there. Oh, it was a real box. No, no. So what okay. I did, what I did so I could find okay. out where to lay... I want one. ...is I put the box to where I knew the box was going to be where my junk was. So I would jump up here. Did you have the door locked? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, everything was okay. locked. Reinforced. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> That somebody was going to, like, knock on the door and be like, hey, can I talk to you about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> and I'm sitting here buck-ass naked. With a beer box. Yeah, so, like, if you can't see it, you'll have to pick it up. You see where that, that lamp is? Yeah. Well, there's a hole in the middle of the table. I forgot there was a hole in the middle of the table. One of my testicles oh, no. <laughs> went into the big hole, and now I have a scrape. On the side, like it ripped half the hair on the side of my testicle oh, off, on the my side God. of my sack. That hurt. Second time, that was, that was the first one that hurt. <laughs> I misjumped on the table one time. Ow. I landed square on my ass bone, and then I just fell backwards, like, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. I don't know what happened. I think I was like paralyzed for a second, but uh, I was so scared. 
that I was going to have to get my phone because it's like for five seconds, I'm sitting there thinking I'm going to die naked on my podcast table. <laughs> Like that is what I'm thinking. Do you have all the pictures? Oh no, no, I deleted all the bad ones. But it wasn't taken that long ago, so it's in your deleted album, right? Oh no, no, we cleared that deleted album out quick. Yeah, you know how funny it would have been to take those and like just censor it out, but show like the bloopers of you getting it. No, because let me tell you a secret though, Josh. You know you could have just clicked like record, like just made a video. Yeah, came over here, position yourself, just made a whole video, and then you go back and you just. Scroll, yeah, I wanted it on portrait mode. And then you screenshot. Oh, okay. I wanted portrait it to look mode. Classic. He said he wanted to be because I'm all in like '70s vintage shit mm-hmm. that looks like it looks trashy. Yeah. So I made it look '70s ish. Mm-hmm. Like that was the whole goal. Yeah, it did. with it and everything. Nailed it. Yeah, I did. It was a good job. You but, did good, uh, kid. No, I I fell and I hurt myself, and I knew I was going to, have to get my phone with my ass bone broke. That's what I thought. <laughs> it, I thought I had broke my ass bone, and I thought I was going to have to call. 911, which the hospital's across the street. street. They were going to have to come break down my door. door And I'm bare ass naked on my (laughs) podcast table with that hole in the middle of it. And it looks like I've been banging my (laughs) table. And all I can think about is how am I going to recover? Or you're one of your fucking balls stuck in the hole. Oh my God. And then, like, you can't get it out and you have to call them to come help you. My new nickname would have been Splinter. 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 But uh no, I appreciate I appreciate you coming and uh Thanks for having and, me. Oh bitch, you know you always welcome. I here. enjoyed it. We always have fun. We do. I'm about to have some more fun anyway. Uh but uh next weekend White Trash Bash, hit us up on social media. If uh you're a good looking woman with daddy issues, no morals, um hit us up. If you're a guy, you're not invited. Unless I already know you. Unless you're Sean. Uh, Sean could come. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, Sean could come. Outside of that, no. No. I'm not sharing none of the ass. <laughs> I like to always think there's a chance for uh, a, a group thing. Yep. They don't usually have, which I have a very high number of uh, threesomes. Very weird number. There's always a chance. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can't invite crazy people. No, no crazies. No crazies. No crazies allowed. No crazies allowed. No. Well, uh, Drop your social media stuff one more time, and uh, we'll get out of here. All right. Instagram is Brooklyn Katie with a D, B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-K-A-D-I-E. TikTok is Brooklyn Parton, Brooklyn P-A-R-T-E-N, two. And then Facebook is just Brooklyn Katie. Y'all go follow me. Hit me up with the crypto. The cryptocurrencies changed my life. There you go. All right, folks. Well, I love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for making politics, religion, and whiskey a success it's not because of the guests we've had it's not because of me it's because of you and uh, i'm very grateful for each and every one of you that subscribe and download every episode y'all please keep that up and uh thank y'all we'll catch you next time